I'm Leah Cruz. I play for Texas Fury and Code Red from Texas, class of 23, and you're listening to the Playmakers Corner. Soy Leah Cruz y juego para Texas Fury y Code Red de Texas y me gradué en 2023 y estás escuchando a Playmakers Corner. Hello, y'all, and welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, joined here by my other co-hosts, Simon Villanos and Liam Hughes, and we also have a very special guest today in Leah. Leah, if you'd like to introduce yourself, where you're from, what positions you primarily play in football, and uh, just stuff like that. Hi, I'm Leah. I'm from, I live in Mexico, but I'm from El Centro, California, and I, right now I play QB for Texas Fury. And I can do also receiver, center. I can play like every position. And I also play for Code Red, but right now I'm out because I I got injured on my last tournament. So I also play for the so-called dogs. Right now they are in Texas, I think. Yes. And I'm 16 years old. And yes, that's it. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll talk about, you know, your team history and you can kind of talk us through uh, the teams that you've played on and whatnot heading forward. But for now, like Simon kind of prefaced, is we always do this kind of like lighthearted, what does sports kind of mean to you segment. And so I just want to ask you, what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing? This could be a specific play or this could be a specific game that it was a lot of fun to play, or like a tournament, anything like that that you just hold very dear to you and uh, is your favorite to talk about. Like if someone's like your favorite part about football or sports, you go straight to this story. Mm, I don't think I have one, but the most recent was the, the play that went viral on ESPN and that play, I think. And it was... I never thought it was going to go viral because it was just like a normal play, like just other, like I just ran the ball and they missed the flag and they really <laughs> did his job <laughs> taking the great shot. So it went viral and I got a lot of followers from that play and yes, I think that one. Yeah, it makes sense, you know, becoming a celebrity overnight. And I love the way that you said, you know, it was just, a, I just scored, you know, it's, I've done this before, but, you know, I feel like a, a lot of the people that saw that don't know the game as well as, you know, Simon and I who watched your film and as well as you know your game, obviously. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about your evaluation of your game and stuff like that coming up here in a little bit. So I'm glad that you brought that up. But then I want to ask, are you are you like a sports fan in general? Like you watch sports, I'm assuming. Mm, I just watch like football, but not that much. I only watch the Seahawks games, not all of them. <laughs> I'm a Seahawks fan. Oh, <laughs> a Seahawks fan, huh? Oh, that's, well, that's not the worst thing. That's not the worst thing now. You could be a Patriots fan. You could be a Patriots fan could be a Patriots fan but I guess um you said that you don't watch too many but do you have like a favorite Seahawks game that you've seen or have you ever been to like a live game that you have a very fond experience of mm, no I I don't really have like a favorite player game from them no. interesting yeah that's new 
And then, you know, there's this question that we've kind of added on recently where is there like a memory of like of the exact moment where you fell in love with football? Like whether it was when you were first playing and you made like a specific play or you got through a game and you're like, yeah, football, I'm going to keep playing this game. Yes, because when I started, I started playing with boys and I started to score on them and like they got so mad. So I was like, oh, yeah, I want to stay in this sport to make them mad. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> hey, that, yes. that's a great reason, honestly. I'm glad you said, yeah, of course I know that one. <laughs> uh, so kind of transitioning from, you know a bit of reflective stuff to kind of our episode and stuff. Um, what is your reaction to our evaluation of your game? What was it like listening to us break down your film and talk about areas of improvement and some strengths that you have? Mm, I really liked it because you you not just didn't me mention like the good stuff. You also said like, oh, she could do this and she will would make a like, she would look better doing like receiver because when I, I don't know who mentioned it like if she only plays QB she won't be able to run and do that stuff but if she plays receiver she can get the ball and throw it so just talking about ways that your game can be opened up a lot more yes okay okay sounds like you really took that to heart and we appreciate you uh mm -hmm. listening to the episode and for the support of course you said that you don't watch too much football, but I got to ask, is there somebody that you model your game after? Like, is there a teammate that you played with in the past? And you're like, I'm going to try and play like them. Or is there like some kind of professional athletes where you're like, I want to try and be that kind of player when I, whenever I'm on the field? Mm, he's not a football player, but he plays black football. I have two. Her name is, she's a girl and a boy, Nadia Bibbs and Corey Webb. I love his game, like how he runs and digs. Yes. Awesome. I think them. Well, I gotta be honest, I'm not too familiar, but you know, maybe we'll add them to our uh, request list and check out the film and see what the what the hype is behind it. Because I mean, if, if they're baller enough to inspire your kind of game, then you know, they pass some sort of bar. <laughs> I guess kind of, Going back to you, what do you think are two to three qualities that separate you from other players, whether it's, you know, in the state of Texas or just in the whole country? Like, what are two to three aspects of your game that make it unique to you? Mm, maybe that I can, like, I can run and throw and catch the ball. Yeah, I mean, the, the versatility is obviously... Uh, a very important factor, especially in flag football, when you are asked to do a lot more than, you know, standard football, where usually you're only going one way. I have the word, but I don't know how to say it. Like, that I can, like, be a leader in the field. I can, like, help my teammates and mot motivate them and stuff like that. Yeah, leadership is a great quality, you know. Yes, that um, yeah, you were, you were right there. You were right yes, there. That I still counts. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome. And obviously versatility. You know, Simon and I definitely talked about the versatility in your game. And, you know, we're, that's that's why we bring you on here is to talk about the leadership because we don't really get to see as much behind the scenes. So we appreciate you sharing that and 
talking about how you can motivate them and, you know, get them to play up for sure. Uh, speaking of Simon, I'm going to pass it over to Simon and he's going to kind of talk about, you know, I guess your history and your flag football journey is what he's going to be asking you about. So here you go, Simon. And thank you, Leah, for answering all these questions. You're welcome. All right, Leah. So let's go ahead and get into your story. So right off the bat, I want to ask you this question because, you know, we've done some research on you trying to figure out like the teams you've played for and all that. But uh, so the first question I have for you was or is how old were you when you first started playing flag football? Mm, like nine years old yes nine okay cool and so you said you are 16 so that's seven straight years of flag football is that correct just about yes perfect and so you know with that being said we we've seen that you've played for a lot of different teams here first um one of the organizations i believe is under nfl flag football um i want to say that's the giants and so i kind of just wanted to ask you how did you get well okay let me backtrack a little bit here but how did you first get involved into flag football uh was that just something that you saw and you wanted to sign up for or did a friend refer you or how did that kind of work out first no i i started to play in the in a boys team with my best friend and we were the only girls in all the league so i started to play there and then i just then i played nines with only girls and then i just started to play in yuma arizona with the boys team and then like here in mexicali with the girls gotcha gotcha sweet sounds good so how has that whole experience been first off going from playing with almost an all boys team to girls and then you know obviously these last couple years having all those experiences playing for multiple flag football teams how has that like just experience been how fun has that been when i started playing with the girls i didn't like it that much because i played tougher than most of them so then they were like no i don't want to play with her and like that so I didn't like it that much. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I, I get that, I get that. But you know what? Someone has to raise that level of play, you know? Someone has to set that tone. So, you know, that's that's awesome of you for sure. So, uh, looking through your social media first off, it appears that you have played for multiple flag football teams. I think you mentioned, just to throw a couple names out there. Um, so I mentioned the Giants, uh, Code Red, Texas Fury. Um, what team are you currently with? So that's that's my question. Uh, what team are you currently with right now? Right now, Texas Fury. I played with the with SIG last year, but this year I started to play with Texas Fury. <clears throat> okay, perfect. And um, just kind of a follow up question to that. But do you play on multiple flag football teams uh, in a year? Is there is this is this some kind of how should I say this? Uh, is this a, a type of deal where, you know, there are some teams that have seasons, maybe like spring through summer or uh, some other teams go fall through winter? Do you play with multiple teams or is it just you've been switching around trying to find that good fit there? I, I have my adults team that is called Red. And I started to play with a co-ed team called Briggs, I think. Yes. And I, I play with them in the adult division and in the youth. Right now I'm with just Texas Fury. Last year I was with SIG, but then stuff happened and then I changed to Texas Fury. 
Yeah, for sure. And so if you don't mind me asking, in that adult division, uh, so how old are the players that, that play in that league for the most part, in that adult division? Mm. Are we talking like I above 18? <laughs> okay, okay. No, they are above 18, all of them. I think Really? me, Ashley and I are the only, and Sarah are the only girls that, like, we are the youngest from our team. Uh, they are all adults. Dang, that's wild. Okay, so how how is it playing with um, older players and all that? You know, well, what what is that experience like? If you could describe that for not only us but for the listeners out there. Mm, I actually like it because I get to like learn more things and learn how to play like like tougher and to. I get to compete with them, so yes, so I learn more things and compete. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right then. So kind of moving this along here, from the looks of it, just looking at your Instagram, uh, you've traveled through a ton of different places, all for flag football. And so just to name a few, we have Tampa Bay, Boston, Dallas, Philly, Orlando, Las Vegas. And that's all been for flag football, at least. That's what it kind of has looked like, you know. Um, but, you know, how has traveling for flag football been like? And how crazy has your schedule been or can be? Mm, I actually like it because I, like, I travel and get to know more places with and play my favorite sports. So it it has not been, like, how can I say it? Like, I have not had like a dif uh, difficult schedule because I, like, my mom always helps me. Like, she tells me like, oh, we have all of these tournaments, and then like we say, uh, this one is the most, this one is more important, and this one to like, we, she helps me and she knows how to solve the situation. We've never been on that problem. Right. Yeah. No. For sure. For sure. That's good. So, um, kind of a side question here, but in the last year, you know, and if you don't know the answer, it's all good here. I, I kind of just want you to ballpark it, but how many tournaments would you say do you play in like a year? So in this last year, how many tournaments have you played in? Would you say? Mm, in January, I went to Tampa, then to Mexico. like five or six places Jeez. but it was it was a okay. difficult year so like two years ago well 2019 i went to i think i went to more places than 2020 yes right yeah for sure that's still a lot though that's <laughs> yeah. that's a lot of football and that sounds so fun being able to travel and do all that like you said that's the life so um, definitely jealous there. Shoot, if I could travel to all those places at your age, at least I'd have the memories. I don't know how good I'd be, but at least I'd have the memories, and that's what matters. So, with that being said, speaking of memories, you know, let's kind of talk about that highlight, that that play that went viral all over the internet, gained you like 50 some 50k something followers. Excuse me, not 50 followers, 50,000 something followers, and got you featured on ESPN. So. 
kind of just to give a little bit of backstory, at least on our end for the listeners out there. So uh, what happened was that, well, how we came across it first was about a week. And yes, I'm going to flex this right here. About a week before ESPN reposted your highlight, uh, my brother actually sent me your highlight because I think you played you played that game and then the highlight went up either the next day or the two days after. And so he sent mm-hmm. me that and I was like, dude, this is crazy. First off, the camera following you just running, that's wild. I thought that was so cool. And you looked like you were having a ton of fun out there. And I was like, that's football. You know, that's that's the love for the football embodied in one play right there. Right there. And so I sent that to Cody. I sent that to Liam. We reposted it before ESPN. Uh, just saying that again. And, and then ESPN eventually, you know, came out and reposted that about a week later. Um, put that on the TikToks, put that on the pages. It was everywhere. And, you know. Um, it was crazy, you know, just watching because we saw it kind of from the beginning, you know, and I think we might have done you follow or you were on our radar for sure. But, you know, all the girl flag football players, uh, all the young women that we have covered and, you know, done interviews with, they all know your name. They all have seen your highlights and, you know, we've covered a good a good chunk i would say and we've interviewed four or five i won't say as well and so um they they all saw the highlight which is which is wild to me you know and i'm sure that's wild to you as well but um what was it like getting that play featured by espn so like what were your initial reactions to all of that i would say um what well, when i first saw it it was like in pages like they weren't that like popular or famous, yeah. but then I saw. Well, I wasn't the first one to saw it on see it on TikTok. Like my friends were tagging me, and then I saw it, and I was like, "Wow!" I was so so happy and excited because it it like that play came out of nowhere. Like I was just running the ball. I never thought that ESPN would post it or other pages. It was very, like, it was, it, it is something that I will always remember, like, I can, when I grow, I can tell my kids, like, oh, I, I was an ESPN. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. No, for sure, for sure. I, I mean, I would, and I know, I know for a fact these other two are just knowing who they are. They yeah, don't. that's more than what any of us can say, for sure. Yeah, we would be yeah. all over that. Yeah, and the closest I've been to ESPN is being on Kyler Murray's highlight reel, <laughs> and he's the quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals back in high school. But that's that's not noteworthy. But anyways, so with that being said, uh, has that changed? So you know your play going viral and all that, um, a lot more people following you. Has that changed your outlook on how far flag football can take you? Because as you may know, you know uh, flag football is now a collegiate sport, and you can earn scholarships on that. And so has that changed your viewpoint on that on um, on that at all? How far flag football can take you after that, after your play went viral? I don't think that much because before that video, I I have already been playing like for a lot of years. So I was not planning to stop playing or it just happened. And like it, it like. How can I say it? Like this, this like the post that they made. It what it makes me to wanna do more. 
like to make another highlight or to make more plays like that so they can post it again maybe <laughs> and i don't think that changed because before the video i the the schools were already giving scholarships and i don't think that because of the video they are now like looking for me like the video doesn't make a the big change or it makes a difference i, I don't think so fair enough fair enough and you know maybe it's not just the video um is why you know colleges are looking at you because just to throw this out there you're a heck of a player you know everything you do out there looks so natural you're like a odell beckham type you're a playmaker you're gonna make plays put people in the stands that's who you are right and colleges out there are looking at you for sure i've i've we've all heard some things some rumors going around if uh, you know, if teams haven't reached out to you yet. And so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to my man Liam here. And we're going to talk uh, about the future in college a little bit here. So go ahead, Liam. Cool. Thanks, Simon. Yep. Hi, Leah. Uh, Hi. So my first question is, give you a little back, backstory. Last year, the NFL finally helped to jumpstart about 15 different collegiate programs. Um, so what are, what are some things that you're looking for in a collegiate program that's trying to recruit you? Mm, first of all, I think I would be looking for the, like, that they have the, like, the career that I want to study. Like, mm -hmm. I won't just go for the first college that offers me a scholarship. Like, right. I would need to know if they have what I, what I want to be. Yeah, and, and what do you want to be? First, I wanted to study medicine, but now I don't know because it takes a lot of time and <laughs> yeah. and yes, but I want like to be something that it's related to doctors and stuff. Well, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, so then, are you looking for not just obviously? a college that has a career path, a secondary career path opportunity, right? But are you looking for, say, the best team to build yourself around or to build around you as well? Mm, since those programs are just starting, I don't think that, like, oh, there's a best team in right. college because they are just starting. This is This was the first year, and I think Ottawa won. I'm not sure, but like they, right now they are the best team. But it was the first, it was the first season. So like I don't know if they are going to be the the best team the next year. So I don't I don't think I will would mind if the team is good or bad. Like they can grow and be better. Yeah, that's an awesome outlook to have on it. Um, even if, you know, things were already stable and settled, that'd be an awesome outlook to have on it too. Um, so I'm going to move on to the next question. What is your recruitment story? So how, how is, how has it been talking to colleges, talking to schools? Were you able to kind of do visits through COVID? No, I, I'm a sophomore, so I have two more years. So I have not visited any college. Or like, gotcha. I have met some 
coaches from college, but not like to get a scholarship right now. Yeah, I gotcha. Um, so are there any, are there any leading candidates for your, co for your, uh, your college experience at the moment yet? Are you looking at any no. specific schools? No, no, I don't know. I don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. That's it might, it might be a, a little ways out. You're only a sophomore. So two years can, can feel like an eternity, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so final question for me. When you get to it, what are some goals that you have for college ball? If you have, if, if you already have any long-term goals. Mm, for college football, mm -hmm. I have not thought about that. <laughs> I don't have that. That's okay. That's okay. You don't want to win a national championship? Well, yes. How <laughs> <laughs> yes, Everybody wants to win a national championship. Come on, that'd be awesome. I, I could see national championships in your future, and I think the rest of us too. But definitely see that. I hope so. So don't 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 let yourself fall short of that in your, go in your goals. You know what I mean? Okay, keep, keep I that. will win. Yeah, shoot for the stars, right? All right. Well, th those are all the questions that I had. So I'm gonna pass this back to Cody, who's uh, on top right now. Yeah, so um, we're kind of getting to the end of this interview a little bit, but we wanted to give you the floor a little bit to talk about anybody who's been um, helpful towards your football or academic career. Uh, you know, this could be coaches, friends, family who've, who've helped your journey. Uh, you've already mentioned your mom, who's been super helpful as far as, you know, scheduling and getting you where you need to be at the right time and you've talked about some friends that you've played flag football with but i just want to give you the time to shout out anybody that you want to shout out and just say your thank yous if you'd like to i would like to thank um my coach from sig because he like i stayed at his house like for a month and yes like his name is joe Masiara and his father is James and yes I would like to thank them and all of his family his also his wife Joanna she's always been helping me and my mom yes my mom has always been there for me and my my coaches from Texas Fury too because they have trusted me and like just been helping me and I got injured and they uh, have been always supporting me and texting me and yes I think them and my dad too because he always makes like everything possible with my mom and I think that's it sounds like you have a good supporting cast around you that's uh helped you out quite a bit and it sounds like that you're able to recognize that we just like to share that you know and players sharing their stories because no, I feel like with a lot of players and a lot of athletes at times, it feels like it's kind of like them versus the entire world. But, you know, it just sometimes you just have to open your eyes a little bit and see who you're surrounding yourself with. But um, I guess lastly, you know, you've been playing flag football for for seven years now. You started off playing uh, with boys. So you have a ton of experience under your belt. You're looking ahead into the future. You're, you know, 
uh, a celebrity of some sort, you know, in ESPN circles and whatnot. So I guess what is some advice that you have for uh, girls that are trying to play sports and flag football, you know, at the middle school or high school level or any girls that, you know, want to take that leap but maybe haven't yet to play flag football? What's some advice you got for them? Mm, I would tell them that if they want to do it, just go for it and don't care about what other people say or think. Just just do it. Just go for it. If you want to do it, you can do it. So don't pay attention to others' opinion or what they think. I think that's great advice and advice that a lot of athletes need to hear, you know, is just take that leap and do you, you know. So I think that's great advice and I appreciate you sharing it. Yeah, that advice is fantastic. You know, I think that's something that young players have to listen to. And, you know, we really appreciate both the advice and you just coming onto the show. Uh, Liam, Simon and I, we're all grateful to have you on the show, especially an athlete so composed as yourself and someone who we know is going to go out and succeed at whatever you do. And, you know, we wish you the best of luck at the next level and know that what you could do whatever you set your mind to. And you have a very bright future ahead of you, Leah, in the sport of football. So thank you so much for coming on to the show. Thanks to you to invite me. Of course, of course. We'd be missing out if we didn't. But <laughs> that does it for this episode of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook on all of our social medias. Make sure to listen to our film breakdown on Leah Cruz. You know, that was a few episodes ago. And make sure to stay tuned for more flag football content as well as film breakdowns. If you have any requests for athletes, you can send us DMs with their name, position, the team that they play for, and preferably their highlight reel as well if you have that. And make sure to subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts so you get notifications of all of the newest episodes coming out when they come out. But I've been your host, Cody Stoffer, joined here by... Simon Villanos. And Liam Hughes. And we'll catch you next time. Peace.